What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Serious Talk podcast brought to you by Serious Archery Products and Toughhead Broadheads. I'm your host, Connor Akers. Today, we've got myself and Dylan in the studio. You probably heard Dylan on some of our previous podcasts back in, back in I think it was November, right? Yeah, November, late October. Yep, we're really hot and heavy into the deer stuff. Uh, Zach would be here on this one, but he decided to pack up and leave us and go down to South Carolina and try and shoot some wood ducks. So today, the topic we're wanting to kind of go over is Dylan is a lot more mobile in his hunting tactics than myself and than Zach. He likes to bounce around a lot and hunt different areas and go after different deer. So we're going to talk about some of his different tactics, stuff like that. And then we're just going to BS about what our plans are for the off season, what we're going to do to try and find some new deer. So you ready to get this going? I'm ready. All right. I'm going to roll the intro music and we'll get into it. To the Serious Talk Podcast, your source for all things archery. All right, so before we get started in this one, I forgot to mention that we have our discount code, Serious Talk 10, that you can use on your first order of arrows at SeriousArchery.com. Also, be sure to check out our partners at Huntworth Camo and Latitude Outdoors. You just got a saddle, right? I did. Which yeah. one? You got a Latitude, too. I got a Latitude saddle, yep. You excited to try that? I'm super excited. It's going to definitely gonna beat the climber oh yeah so you got you have you got the full setup right yeah i'm ready to go heck yeah so you've been packing around a climber all this time trying to get in different spots right yep yep climber backpack full of camera gear saddle or not really a saddle bag but a fanny pack full of my just hunting stuff Hmm. but the the saddle's gonna knock the weight down a lot give me further i think it'll motivate you to be more mobile as well i mean you're you're already a lot more mobile than i am i like going to i mean i'll use the saddle it's i mean it's a good tool but i just like going to a pre preset stand and getting right in and going yeah i bounce see i have a few preset stands and i really do a lot of hunting out of those but i also do a lot of hunting out of the climber and the climber makes it easy to bounce around like our property our mm-hmm. farm but I like to do a little bit of public land hunting, and I feel like the saddle is going to really open that up for me. It helps. Because trying to trek in and finding new places on public land with a climber on your back isn't the easiest thing to do. Well, it narrows down your choices because there's only so many trees yeah. you can get in, yep. in a climber versus, I mean, I've been in the nastiest trees you can imagine yeah. in a saddle. The day I shot my deer this year, I spent 30 minutes trying to find a tree that I could get that climber in. Yep. So that's... That's a good transition into what I wanted to talk about. I want to go through your thought process on what caused you to go to that spot. I know you've hunted it before, but you didn't even have a camera or anything in there, right? No. So what what made you decide that, okay, these couple of days I need to go in here and hunt? Well, the cameras at that time were kind of, they were crappy. Yeah. And I mean, it, of course, it was the rut. The deer were everywhere. And I knew that you, that area was kind of just like a, core area for a lot of does Mm -hmm. so i figured slip in there maybe not see a deer at all but i knew that there was a lot of does traveling through that area coming out of bedding going to food so i figured what could it hurt so do you think it was a transition area between bed and food yeah and you didn't even so you if you all listen to the podcast about dylan's buck you might have heard us talk about this but you didn't even know that there were that many scrapes on that tram road down there oh i had no idea 
I mean, there were some scrapes on that thing the size of a car hood. And I guarantee that's where the buck you shot was heading to. Almost 100%. And we, I did throw a camera on that line of scrapes after I killed that deer. And there was, there was a few different bucks coming right. through there hitting them. So how, how often do you travel around and hunt different stands compared to your preset stuff? Does it just depend on what the cameras are doing? or? Yeah, it really depends on the cameras. But a lot of times I just like to move around and just see new things while I'm hunting. So are there certain types of like areas you typically go to or does it just change all the time? And it, it changes mostly, but when I'm hunting, I don't know, ridges, I kind of like to hunt ridges when I'm in the climber Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's just the deer need somewhere to travel. And if they're running Creek beds or running ridge tops, that's what, they're just, they're not going to, yeah, they are going to walk around just random places, but you want high traffic areas. So that's where you want to focus. I got you. How much time does this take you? I mean, are you going in and scouting these areas or are you just going in and hanging and hunting? Most of the time it's just hanging and hunting. Just go out, walk, find the right spot and, yep. spot and hit it. Yep. It's worked for you. Quite yeah. A bit. Yeah. But what are you going to do next year? You got any special plans? I do have one big idea I want to try for next year. What's so that? my my main stand that I hang, it's my food plot stand. It's not really a food plot. It's a little micro plot, a little kill plot. Mm-hmm. But it's in a weird spot. And, well, you've told me it's been a, in a weird spot. Zach's told me it's in a weird spot. But, I mean, it produces. Yeah. I always have pretty much all the bucks I have on camera frequent this spot. But... They disappear as soon as season starts. Week four season, they always disappear, and then they just filter in and out every now and then. There's a field probably 100 yards, 150 yards from there, and I'd say I'd say it's probably half an acre. It's a decent little spot. It's secluded. It's in the middle of the woods. It's super grown up. It's real thick, so there's going to be a lot of work put into it this summer. But I want to turn like half of that there's a creek running straight through the middle of it i want to turn half of that into like turnips or something maybe just throw some clover in there late season Mm -hmm. but i want to turn that into a food plot and i'm gonna have to do some cutting down there too because i've scouted it before and there's zero trees on the edges that i can put a stand in so i think i'm gonna have to do a little bit of cutting expand the field a little bit to find a tree just that I can... Just to make it huntable. Yeah, just to make it huntable. So. I got you. But yeah, that's... Right now, that's my only big plan. That's your big plan right now? Yeah. What, what about, like, scouting? What kind of scouting do you do in the off-season? Because I know everyone's kind of different. Some people just put the cameras up and don't even care, and then... Well, there's there's a few spots I like to go watch. There's... um. A field, it's a neighbor's land. I had I have permission to hunt his property. I like to go sit and watch him because the deer usually funnel out into his field right before dark in the evenings in the summertime. And where they're funneling out from is the area that, that my food plot stand is in. So pretty much every deer I get on camera down there, I can watch in the evenings come up into this guy's field. So I'll do that and then, well... Let's see here. Where else? Um, Down on the bottom, yep. you know where I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. At the very end of that valley, 
there's that you hunted it with me mm-hmm. a few years ago. There's a real there's an open hillside of woods. There's like hardly any briars or anything. It's all big, tall hardwood. And it's hard to believe, but you can sit down in the bottom of that and see into those woods a lot. So that's another spot I like to glass. But other than cameras, I'll glass, and that's about it. So you kind of stay out of there. Yeah, You're I'll stay out. Hiking around. No. I mean, shed season is a little different. Yeah, though. shed season, I love shed hunting. I cannot wait to walk this year. I already got a few bucks that have dropped. So See, I don't have much motivation because of the side of the farm that Zach and I hunt. There's like nothing on it now. Yeah. We've got the nine that we always talk about. Yeah. That's about the only deer that we even have to look for. Yeah. So I don't know how much shed hunting I'm going to do. See, some people, some people don't like this, but I, I'll go and walk, like knock, knock on doors for permission just to shed hunt. I'll go anywhere and shed hunt. People say, why, why do you want to go find the sheds? It's not even deer hunting. Well, I just like picking up sheds. So. I mean, yeah, I get it. I mean, they're they are cool to find, but it's guess it's a little better when you're finding the sheds to the bucks you're actually. Oh yeah, I'd I'd love to be able to hold a match set of sheds next to the deer I just killed, but I just like holding sheds. Yeah. So when you're shed hunting and you find the sheds, do you ever like kind of find yourself going back to those areas when you're hanging hunting? Yeah. Yep, I've done that a few times. Um Let's see here. Um, a buck me and Zach called the palmated buck. Oh, okay. We found those deer shit, that deer sheds, and I went in, put a camera up, got pictures of the deer, hunted the deer, seen the deer, had encounters with the deer, but somebody else ended up killing the deer. So that was kind of the end of the story on that one. Um, is there anything else? Um, that's kind of the only story I can think of where we just kind of went to a random place, scouted, found shed, and then went back and hunted. Mm. But there's there's lots of places around here that we've walked and found sheds that we know the people that hunt them and have, like, talked to the people and they've hunted the deer before. Yep. I've, I've had people try to buy sheds off of me. <laughs> Would you ever sell one? For the right price, I guess. For the right price, yeah, probably. But I don't know. Me and you found those sheds together. You you got you still have the one side to that buck, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. we got that one sitting over there. Yeah, I think that deer's dead. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that sucks. Um, honestly, dude, I I don't have a lot of motivation for whitetail right now. No, no, I'm. You're kinda, in the ducks. I'm into ducks hard, but on, yeah. I mean, I killed a buck. So like after that, like the, like the madness of needing to be out there and deer hunting kind of withered away for the year. I mean, it'll all crank back up probably in like June. Oh, yeah. But for now, like, from the first week of November on, I was kind of like, okay, I, I, I'm I'm good now. Yeah. Especially because we all killed right there. So, like, yeah. I didn't it was. Any... It all happened quick. Yeah. You kind of kept the motivation, though. You still went out and did some stuff. Yeah. I was out just the other day, actually. I've hunted a few times the past two weeks. What is today? Today is the... Today's the 29th. You got two more... You haven't, you're not going to go out anymore, are you? I don't know. I might go Saturday morning. Saturday. I'm not going to have time tomorrow morning. Just but trying to shoot a doe. Yeah. Yep. So you can't hunt tomorrow morning? No. I was going to see if you want to go duck hunting. Nah. I wish. God. I don't want to do another solo one. Honestly, it wasn't that bad today. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never solo hunted ducks. It I've was, always had at least one person with me. So I thought it was going to be difficult, but it, it wasn't bad at all. I, I was going to hunt out of the blind in a spot. 
So for the people listening, I have a blind that we we built that goes on my boat. So um, I was gonna hunt out of that, but I just I found a better spot up along the bank, and I just parked the boat down the, down the river. So, so I mean, it worked out pretty well. I don't know why we're talking about ducks right now. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the boat, I thought that maybe we should try next year doing a little hunting from the from boat. The boat. I've, yeah. I've already been looking at some spots. Out of, I mean, I know exactly where we could go out of the boat, and I think we could kill it here. Yeah. It's a beautiful, like, hauler that goes down into a flat bottom, and we can access it right from the boat, and with the saddles, we can go in there, and I think we'll do good. I don't know the quality of the deer that are going to be in it because it's public. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, I think we should at least go in there and hang some cameras this offseason. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be good. And I think it'd be cool to haul a buck out on the boat. I think that would be awesome. You yeah. Imagine the drone shot of it going yeah. on the boat. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of cameras, I got like five cameras out right now. And like three of them I haven't checked since rifle season. I've got, I've still got a few of the Tacticams out. Um, we got one in the the turnip plot in the bottom where uh, Zach shot stickers. And they've been like dead. There's nothing on them. I thought the deer were going to be all over those turnips this time of year, but there's like a couple does out there a day. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. My my taxicam is completely dead too. There's every now and then there'll be a doe or a spike buck or something walk through there, but all the bucks that were on there, of course, there's only one in there, the buck that had all the rope on its horns. Yeah. That's the only deer that's still showing up every now and then. That goofy buck, he's completely gone. I'm got I a bad got shot. I got a feeling he got shot, yeah. So I'm going to brag on Tacticam for a minute, and you're talking about yours is dead. That lithium battery pack that they sell, we put that camera out before November, mm. and it's still on 60%. Jeez. I never would have thought that would happen. Yeah. Because we were like, man, this is going to suck having to go up there. Like, cause we have it high in the tree because we got cameras stolen down there. Mm-hmm. But we were like, oh, this is going to suck. We're going to have to climb up and go get that battery pack and take it home and charge it and then bring it back the next day. But it's lasted for two months now yeah and it's still at 60 and there's been i mean there's it's taking pictures every day so it's not like there's no deer in there yeah so i don't know maybe we should i told zach we should get a bunch of those like so we have five tacticams out buy 10 of them and just have two for each camera so when one dies you go put the other one in take that one back and charge it yeah probably save us money in the long run probably yeah when i first put that tag cam out i was because, of course, I was using junk batteries. but well, That's was, our issue. We go to Royal King and we buy the cheap yeah, packs of batteries. we do. And it was like every two and a half, three weeks, camera's dead. Yeah. No, we got to do better on that next year. Because what yeah. happens is we put these cameras out, we have them in spots, and we'll start getting deer on them, and then the cameras die, and we screw up on the spots. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. That and one of my things is, is I'm always, back to how I'm always bouncing around, I'll put a camera up somewhere, and it'll be way out there. I'll be like all right, I need to go check that camera. And I'll go run and check three or four of my cameras and be like, man, I do not want to walk all the way out there and check. I'll get it next week. And then I just never check it. And then when this time comes around and I got to round up all my stuff, like, all right, where do I have cameras at? I have a Moultrie, um, just a regular camera on some public land down in Logan. Mm -hmm. And I put it out three years ago. Still just in there. I put it out way up in a tree. So like if someone wanted to steal it, they're going to have to climb the tree to get it. So I'm, I'm sure it is gone by now, but yeah, never even went and looked at it. <laughs> yep. I keep saying I'm going to go in there and get it and it just, 
I don't feel like it. It's I, I have a feeling it's gone at this point. So I just yeah. kind of if it even still works. I've donated that one. Yeah, it would be kind of cool though if it was still there, just to go look at the card and see what all had been yeah. through there before it died. My luck, I placed it somewhere that's not taking good pictures or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was on a really good trail. Like it was close to the gate too, so it's like right there. Like you come out, you come through the gate, and there's a giant deer trail right in front. I was like, I want to see what's going on right here. Hmm. This might be a cool spot. Well, I never saw what went on there though. <laughs> well, I just want to do a quick one this week. Me and Dylan want to get on here and just kind of BS for a little bit. So, you got anything else you want to add? Um, I don't know. Not really. No. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, everything's dead right now. Deer season's over. Duck season's starting. Yeah, it's kind of a slow time of year for this stuff. But I am gonna start getting into the 3D tournaments over at Sportsman's Refuge. Shoot, that would bell. be fun. They just announced yeah. the dates for it, so I think I'm gonna start. I mean, it's five minutes from the house. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start shooting them. I think I'm gonna. I might buy a new bow for this coming year. Yeah. Yeah. What's the? I don't know. I don't know yet, but get something. I wanted to get some stronger limbs. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to keep my envision for this year. I really want to buy the Elite's new carbon bow. Though. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. I haven't shot it yet. I'm going to go down there and shoot it soon. Whichever, whichever model I get, that's the question. I'll, I'm definitely getting Matthews. It's just what model. You're one of those fanboys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Matthews all the way. It's funny how everyone has like their preferences on like bow companies. Yeah. They're like ride or die with them. Yeah. But for me, that's probably just because I've shot a Matthews since I was knee high. So it's, I'll, I've always shot a Matthews and I'll continue to always just shoot a Matthews. I think every bow I've bought for the last like four bows has been from a different company. Hmm. I, I Like the last three bows I had a Matthews, then I had a Hoyt, and now I've got an Elite. Hmm. But I'm really liking Elite right now. So if they keep making bows the way that the Envision is, I'm probably going to stick with Elite for a while. Yeah. I like them a lot. Seth really likes the PSEs. Hmm. I haven't even shot it, though. But he he has two of those Levitates, and he absolutely loves them. The only – I mean, of course, I've shot Matthews. And then the only bow besides that that I've shot is Elite because one of my buddies has one. I've just slung a couple arrows with it, and – it was all right. I liked it, but you and Zach will refuse to pick anything but a Matthews up. I've yeah. never seen anything like it. Yeah, absolutely obsessed. Yep, that's all right though. Well, all right. I'm closing this one out. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, use the code Serious Talk Ten and check out our partners at Huntworth and Latitude. See you later. See you guys. <laughs>